Here we go, another exciting episode for November 15th, 2022. Not much going on. Fall colors are starting to fade away. Looks like the leaves are mostly falling in the northeast. I miss the fall colors, something I really look forward to. Not too much going on, just the same old BS, a lot of politics, a lot of nonsense. Anyway, that's all I got. Oh, new bid. It's going to change every week. So right now it's going to be, leave out Tuesday morning. Where are we going? Uh, Chicago to Denver, Denver to Seattle, Seattle to Denver, Denver to Chicago, Chicago to North Carolina, back Chicago. It's going to be like 62, 6,300 miles for the week. So I don't know. It'll be interesting. Hopefully the weather will hold out. So maybe I'll be able to get some footage. Hopefully I'll have some stuff ready to put up on the YouTube channel. I got a bunch of stuff ready, just haven't edited and haven't put it up yet. So a lot of car stuff. So anyway, that's all I got for that. Let's get on with the news. Here we go. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. Oh, here's an interesting thing going on right now. Over at Landline, they report that drivers are actually asking for individual exemptions from the hours of service rules. So far, the FMCSA has denied all claims. Uh, Leland Schmidt Jr. asked the agency for a five-year exemption from five of the provisions in the hours of service rules. Now, Mr. Schmidt pointed out to his safe driving record of 30 years of experience as a reason for the exemption. He had noted that he had not been involved in any crashes and that he has accumulated more than 3 million miles of safe driving during his career as a driver. So the FMCSA denied that. Now, another man is doing the same thing. Ronnie Brown III, who works for Great Transportation out of Waterloo, Iowa, argues that our service regulations violate his sleep patterns. And they don't work with him, so they're actually causing him to be more dangerous. So he's got a thing. But that one hasn't come up yet. I think we're going to see more and more of this. People are tired of the hours of service regulations. It's, uh, it's you know, it's, it's just a freaking nightmare. Uh, no matter what you do, you're not going to make anybody happy, everybody happy. So I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. But I'm not a fan. You know, you get to the point where maybe you got like 20 minutes to get home or something. You run out of hours. What are you going to do? You know, it's stuff like that. That's the stuff that drives you crazy. So, I don't know. Just, I'm not a fan of them either. But I'm not a fan of not having anything. So, I just don't know what the answer is. So, I guess we'll have to work on it. All right, let's get moving on. All right, more and more companies are talking about putting camera, you know, facing cameras in the truck. I think this is a bad move. Now, if this is any other industry... Actually, in the industry, nobody wants a camera looking at them all the time, but you can ignore it after a while. But as a driver, let's face it, most drivers are antisocial and did not get into driving because they want big brothers standing over their shoulders. So no, no cameras in the truck. Cameras, 
facing forward are fine, but driver facing cameras will just increase the exodus of good drivers out of the industry. There's a lot of drivers leaving now. Uh, honestly, I wish I was one of them. I got a ways to go, though. So, I don't know. That's my stance on that one. All right, let's keep moving on. All right, this is crazy. This is really crazy. This is a bad way to end your day. Don't do not do this, okay? A truck driver still in jail after pointing a gun at a motorist in Maryland. All right, November 4th. The incident happened Friday, November 4th, near the town of Northeast Maryland at around 5 p.m. According to the Cecil Wig News, police began investigating after receiving reports from a motorist describing a truck driver throwing a water bottle at his car and pointing a black handgun at him three times from the cab of his truck on southbound Interstate 95 after the four-wheeler merged in front of him. So basically what happened is, you know, the four-wheeler probably cut him off, you know, on 95. It's a really busy section of highway right there, and I can easily see that happening. Now, an officer located a white Freightliner fitting the victim's description and pulled the truck over near a scale house in Perryville, where he told the driver to exit his truck. Imagine the cops weren't too friendly about it at the time. The driver stated there was no handgun in his vehicle, according to the trooper's written statement. All right, so he says he's got no gun. While attempting to locate his driver's license, the trooper observed a black open duffel bag on the floor a loaded silver and black magazine. He then opened a cabinet in the sleeper section of his cab where, uh, the, oh, the driver opened up a cabinet in the sleeper section of his cab where the officer observed a silver and black Smith & Wesson handgun with a loaded magazine inserted. The trooper outlines in the charging document. Great. Now that he's toast. The officer arrested 42-year-old truck driver Sanko Lamin Sehu S-A-I-H-O-U, I'm probably butchering that, at the scene. Say who is facing nine charges, including first-degree assault, use of a firearm in the commission of a felony or a crime of violence, second-degree assault, which carry maximum sentences of 25 years, 20 years, and 10 years, respectively, if convict, convicted. Yeah, he's screwed. The guy cut him off, okay? Yeah, it sucks. It's stupid. All right, he got pissed, but the guy cut him off. And now he's looking at a shitload of time. And even if he doesn't get the time, it's going to cost him a hell of a lot of money to get out of this mess. You know what he should have done? Just blow it off. Let the guy go. It's not that big a deal. All right? Five miles down the road, you'll forget about it, and you'll have to deal with somebody else that's cutting you off. But if you're going to start pointing a gun, the real question is, the, the, the guy cut him off, so he, he must have, you know, he threw the water bottle as he tried to pass him back, I guess, and... How did he see the gun? I wonder how the wonder how the guy in the car saw the gun. That's uh that seems like that would be kind of a hard one to pull off. But he must have saw it somehow. But anyway, don't 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 point a gun at anybody while you're driving. Or let's get moving on. Boy, the hits just keep on coming today. This is a bad one. We've all seen this. I know I've seen this. A Michigan jury recently awarded seven point seven million dollars to a man who was seriously injured in 2018 when the wheel came loose from a box truck. Not a big truck, a box truck, okay? Heading in the opposite direction, jumped the center medium and crashed into the front of his vehicle. They don't say which wheel it was. It took an eight-person jury 
I thought they were always 12. It took an eight-person jury less than two hours on Friday to find the Lower Huron Chemical and Supply Company of Wayne, Michigan, solely responsible for failing to, to follow the Department of Transportation regulations for the inspection, repair, and maintenance of its commercial vehicles. The jury was announced uh, following a 15-day civil trial in Oakland County, Michigan court. So what happened? On August 13, 2018, Vincent Duo of Brighton, Michigan, was driving eastbound on Interstate 96 near Wixom, Michigan, when the wheel of a 2005 international box truck driven by Nicholas Lopez of Garden City, Michigan, who was headed westbound, came loose, rolled over the medium, and slammed into the front of Doe's car. According to court documents, Lopez drove for Lower, uh, Lower Heron, Heron, Heron Chemical and Supply Company of Wayne, Michigan. I live next to the Great Lakes. I should be able to know how to pronounce this. Attorney said that this was Lopez's first job in the trucking industry. So, I don't know. These people talked about how fatal and how common wheels coming off commercials are, and then 99% are preventable. It's a maintenance inspections issue. Johnson said Doa, he's the guy who got hit, now 71, suffered a traumatic brain injury, spinal cord compression, rotator cuff injury, brachial plexopathy. Since the crash, he added that Doa, the owner of a Michigan-based construction company, suffered from PSD and chronic pain. I can imagine. Um, the company was not aware that an obligation actually checked the oil in the wheel hubs during the pre-trip inspection. Really? Yeah, yeah. I reach it. You don't check them every single time, but still. Uh, so, said Laura Huron used Confleet headquartered in Taylor, Michigan, to service its trucks for annual exams and other pe periodic repairs. So, I don't know. Crazy. So, seven point seven million dollars doesn't show which wheel though. Oh, it's a drive. Is it no? I'm looking at their truck, and it. I don't see any. It doesn't show which wheel fell off. The truck had over 380,000 miles on it before the wheel came off, striking Joe's car. So, yeah, the whole front end of this guy's car is bashed up. That happened here in Milwaukee. In Milwaukee, the same thing kind of happened. I don't know what the lawsuit was, but drivers going to road, wheel fell off, bounced across the center medium, hit, hit an oncoming car. Well, the oncoming car was the local uh, emergency room surgeon. And he had just left work, and it took him out, and then they took him back, and he lost his life in a surgery attempt. So literally, this guy left work, went to, you know, was driving home, and then had to be taken right back to work. So they tried to save his life. Unfortunately, he uh, he passed. He was the head of surgery, which really sucks because you got to think, you know, all the skills that were lost that day. I don't know, but $7.7 .7 I you know, to your pre-trips, you know, Maybe things like this won't happen to your pre-trips. All right? We we move. We're driving down a road. Things move to your pre-trips. All right, let's get moving on. All right, looks like GM files a patent that could that could introduce augmented reality to the windshield. You know, that might, I can see where that come in handy, you know, maybe like in a fog bank or something like that. If it cut through that, I don't know, it could be interesting. We'll keep an eye on that one. There's no details on it yet, but I imagine somebody's going to do it sooner or later. It's just a matter of time. All right, let's keep moving on. Well, this is kind of interesting. Trucker flagged for radiation while attempting delivery to a recycling plant. The truck driver was stopped for hauling potentially radioactive materials on a recycling plant in Houston. 
This event occurred November 11th at Southeast Houston, Texas. So I guess the guy picked up the shavings, was going to drop them off there at the recycling plant near Kirby. And then it sent off an alarm. Then they refused the load, and nobody knows where the guy went. So, you know, what did he do with the metal shavings? You got to wonder, you know, what happened with that one? Seems like that'd be kind of a big deal. So I guess, I don't know, maybe we're going to have to start driving around with metal detectors or, or radiation detectors. Who knows? All right. Jeez, let's move on. All right, deer, deer. We can never give up on deer. Or can't trust them. Anyway, a truck driver's okay after a deer was flung straight through his cab after being struck by a passing pickup truck. So this happened on November 11th, okay, in Livonia, Missouri. So a pickup truck was heading east on 136 when the female driver struck a deer in a road. I mean, what does it matter that it was a woman driver? Who cares? The force of the impact sent the deer flying into the air. So the pickup truck hit the deer. The deer went flying through the air and straight into the cab of a passing semi-truck. The deer came crashing through the, the rig's windshield and made it all the way through the day cab and back out through the winter rear windshield. The truck driver was okay. The first person in the wasn't hurt at all. The deer landed on the catwalk. It went through the front windshield, out the back window of the day cab, landed on the cat, you know, probably smacked off the trailer, then landed on the catwalk. How is that even possible? Well, I guess it is possible. I've seen some crazy things with deer, but, you know, if you're in an area with a lot of deer, just be careful. I mean, that is, I don't know, that's pretty bad. Just be careful, all right? Deer can do a lot of damage to your truck, and they can do a lot of damage to you, so you need to really keep an eye on them. All right, let's get moving on. Now, this is surprising, especially this time of year, you know, the holidays and all. FedEx Freight to begin driver furloughs next month. That's not good. FedEx Freight, the less-than-truckload arm of FedEx Corporation and the nation's largest LTL carrier, said Senator that it will furlough an undetermined number of drivers starting in early December, just before Christmas. Aren't you wonderful people? The furloughs are scheduled to last about 90 days, during which time affected drivers will continue to receive health benefits and be allowed to file for unemployment benefits in their respective states of residence. Some eligible employees will be offered permanent transfer opportunities to other markets that have hiring needs, the unit said. The furloughs are expected to affect a small number of drivers and not, and not all facilities will be targeted. Because of our previous experience with furloughs and with the incentives we were offering, we're expecting employees to volunteer to meet the business needs. The unit employs about 45,000 people. You know what? I'd be getting my ass out of there and going somewhere else. Everybody's hiring. Screw that shit. Time to move on. If you're not getting taken care of, it's time to go. Right? I mean, I'm sorry, but it's... I don't work there, so I'm going to do whatever you're going to do. But I don't know. I think it's... might be time to move on. You know what I mean? I don't get it. I just don't get it. All right. That's all we got for news today. Not much going on. I'm going to go and cut this off. I got to get ready for work. I got to go to Washington State. So drive safe, stay in trouble. Remember, get over for tow trucks. Actually, you know what? Get over for everybody on the shoulder. Don't be a dick. Get over for everybody on the shoulder. People are working. It's icy cold. It could save somebody's life, okay? So please just get over for people on the shoulder. Cops, cars, big trucks, tow trucks especially. Everybody. All right? Drive safe. We'll do something on the winter next couple of weeks. 
uh, check out the YouTube channel. Same name as the podcast, TWK Trucking with Kingfish. All right. I hope everybody has a beautiful weekend. Happy holidays. Thank, happy Thanksgiving. All that good stuff. You know, and if you don't live in the U.S., you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, well, go eat something crazy. Go, go cook too much of whatever it is you make and be happy for what you got. All right? Because life is short. And enjoy what you got. That's all I can say. All right. I'm just rambling now, so I'm going to say goodbye. I will talk to you all later. Peace out.